Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Walter. And this is Popcorn Pulse 74. Yup. Huzzah. Ooh, that's some dirty sound in the background. As always. No, no, normally that we just say that, but you can actually physically see it in the line. Yes. I'm going to have to clean that out later. Yes. Hopefully it, it, it comes out okay and you're all happy. Usually it's okay. I can usually kind of finagle it a little and... And then people listen to us complaining about the dirty background. And they're like, what the fuck are you on about it? You just sound like shit, like tin canned echoes, because we do. Because we don't really have a very good sound control, and we're using a USB mic, which is decent. I mean, I'm not complaining about the mic too much, but really, some 48-volt real mics near us would sound way better. But, uh, it needs to stop failing. That's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway... What do we have? Oh, this was this was good. This was one of those uh, last minute picks, but I'm glad we did because there's so much to talk about in this movie. Uh, oh, if you just, say so, I can't remember enough. Oh, I tried yeah. fast forwarding through the whole thing so I could remind myself, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. What? A, I don't remember any of this terribleness. My mind blanked it all, and I'm worried the second we talk about it, my mind will do the same thing, blank the whole movie again. I'm sure it already has. No, no. So. Let's flash back to 2003. Speaking of equipment, I found, I think, our solution. Yeah? yeah? You like? Allows for four inputs, not too much money. That's not a rack mount? Is it have a U... Like, how is... Uh, USB. Okay. Nice. We, nice. It's not a full mixer, so we can't, you know, do all the things like a mixer would. It's Right. But it allows it to input to multiple things, and we can just mix it in the computer, which is way easy these days. Yeah, and it's Bay Ringer, which is... It's all right. Not the best company, but, you know, I think it would work quite well. They make good stuff. It doesn't need to be super high-end at no. this point. We're not we're not PewDiePie. Even shit, there are people that fucking have credible followings, and they basically have a potato for a camera. Yeah, but then there's people that have the big fucking followings. They're they're not that entertaining. They're, they look like a goblin. I think somebody already knows who I'm talking about on YouTube. And uh, all he does is talks about cameras and shit and films with really good equipment. And everyone's just like, oh, he's interesting, right? Let's give him a CNN deal. And I'm like, he's not entertaining. He's not interesting. He looks like a goblin. I'm not trying to be mean, but he does. And that's important. How you look is important. People are staring at you. How you look is important. Maybe that's what it is. People are like, oh, my God, what is that? I'll watch it for a while. (laughs) What does it do? (laughs) Do you need to feed it often? (laughs) What does it like? What happens if I feed it after midnight? (laughs) Can it get wet? Is that why it looks so greasy? (laughs) We're so nice. That's what we do. We're the nicest people. Sorry, Casey. We're not that big of dicks. It's just, you know, low-hanging fruit because, you know, the bigger fruits hang lower, apparently. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) The bigger stones. It's jealousy. It's pure jealousy. If you couldn't fucking tell, I'll freely admit it's all jealousy. You've got all of the YouTube's monies, and the rest of us are just like, we haven't made a video yet. Anyway, well, we have made a video. We've made a few videos. I'm going to take them all down eventually because we'll be embarrassed of them. But (laughs) anyway, so slowly getting there. For those of you playing at home, we are actually getting there. We have wood now for the framing. Yeah, we got wood. That's, that's we got far, wood. That's how far we've gone. <laughs> it's a step. We're building. Well, not building it, but we've got stuff to build now, right. which is better than we were before. That's how I've learned. We, do we have nails? That's a good question. Oh, uh, Actually, I do have a nailing gun that I can use, um, but I don't know if it's going to work. 
it's one of the coil ones, so it's only two and a half inch nails. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can frame with that. Kind of like I'm not sure. I don't to, think because it's only like an inch going into the fucking thing. Comes the worst rent a framing gun. Yeah, I know, but it's like twenty bucks, twenty two dollars to rent one from home from a homeless death spot. Well, don't go there. Do like there's the there's a rental place over by uh, the Napa. It would be about the same price, and the homeless death spots are just right across to twenty five right there. Yeah, I guess there's that. It's kind of convenient. It's right the, there, and you can rent all, a framing gun. I can rent. All sorts of shit over right. there. They've got a full selection. Twenty bucks ain't bad to do a framing gun. No, but like that's only for four hours. And are we gonna get everything done in four hours? I have to rent it more than once. Well, I got you. Once once you get to the point where it starts to be like four, like eighty dollars, that's when you're like, should I just? Yeah. At this the... point, I'm kind of just thinking maybe I should buy one. Get like a shitty. But a nice one. one's gonna be three hundred, four hundred. Ah. Uh, uh. I know. Anyway. Oh yes, Welltall is broke. Welltall is continuously always broke. The Enchanter pretends he's broke because, oy vey. Pretends. I like how you say pretends. Yes, see? As if I didn't just drop money on tires and rims and everything. Why did you buy rims? So we can mount the winter tires on there and not have to move them from rim to rim. Oh my god. I will never get rid of that car, will you? It's not for my car. It's it's for hers. Oh. I guess hers is okay to spend some money on. That's okay. You know, it's not... Literally, hasn't been run. Are you still? Are you on four cylinders yet? Yes. Are you sure? I probably need to clean one of the plugs, but yes. <laughs> it's probably close to falling. That one again happens. Anyway, buy a new car. Shit, doesn't it have to be new? It doesn't have to be fancy. Just buy something so that when you get plowed into one of these days, you're not going to be dead. Something with safety features built into it. <laughs> safety features. Oh, what a seatbelt. Yes, <laughs> airfix. <laughs> They might. I wonder. Do they if, work? I wonder if they're the recalled ones. Honestly, <laughs> of, I don't know. They might have been. I think what that Takata recall went for like twenty years or something like that. I need to check on that. I think about it might it. be important. Does it have a thing like a crumple zone? <laughs> yes. You know, they didn't. Be- they they talked about it, but they didn't actually believe in it. This in the is 80s. from this is from the nineties. Okay, eighties. Okay, about? so the nineties. So much better. <laughs> it's not the Datsun, Jesus. Although the Datsun could have survived, mostly. How old is your car now? 22. 22? Yeah, 22 sh- years old, yeah. 22. 95, yeah, yeah. It's, over, it's 22 years old. Yes. Oh my god, that's ancient for... It is. For a, a piece of shit, yes. It's not like it's a fucking classic Chrysler or something with, you know, real metal and shit in it. Okay. But it runs and it's happy. It barely runs. It runs this week. Anyway. Anyway. Shall we talk about the movie? I think that's what we're here for. Are we? Do you want to talk about this movie? Really? Do you really want to talk about this fucking movie? I absolutely do. Oh, this this is wonderfully bad. This is, ah, it's amazing. So, before, if we can all think back, remember when comic book movies were starting to regain traction? Before Iron Man happened and made the cinematic universe plausible. All right. But... Spider-Man had just been made. I mean, actually, I don't even know if this was released just before or after Spider-Man. Because that's, what, the same year or something like Brain isn't going to tell me. No idea, but I didn't realize Murder on the Orient Express comes out this week. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man came out the year before. Tobey Maguire one. Murder on the Orient Express comes out this week. Kidoki. You're going to have to make time for that. Huzzah. What? You're not excited about that movie? Should I be? Like, what? what's to be excited about? 
It looks amazing. It's got an amazing cast. It looks like it was well written. Well, it's, it's set on a small stage, just like we like on most things. So they're you. not going it's, crazy. It's based. It's just a remake of an, of the Agatha Christie story, and that's fine. So, I mean, it's been done as a movie and a good movie too, multiple times. So, I guess I'm curious what what's going to make this worth watching. Just that they have a great cast. Okay. Anyway, anywho, since you don't get excited about anything, I get excited about random things. Apparently. Like what? The, the once a year your girlfriend lets you make love to her? Well, there's always that. I mean, we pencil that in the calendar, but no, like Mech Warrior coming out next year. What? Mech Warrior. Yes, like an honest to God Mech Warrior game. Oh, game. I thought yeah. you were talking about um, Not a movie. the sequel to uh, what's that stupid monster punching movie? Oh, Pacific Rim? Yeah. I mean, it's coming out. No, I'm curious to see where they're Oh, going. I'm not in the slightest bit. I couldn't... You saw the ad to that, didn't you? No. Oh, it looks so fucking stupid and terrible. They didn't even have the same people. There's just all new group of people that... A new generation or something. Goat is the Bubsy game? <laughs> what? <laughs> is that is that like the goat test? And that's the, that's the answer is Bubsy. <laughs> what the fuck is... He? What are you smoking? Okay, oh. yes. Well, I don't know if everyone... I don't know if everyone can aspire to, to be the platformer where you can take fall damage and kill yourself. What? Because remember, you fall too far, you die in Bubsy. Oh, yeah. And it's a platforming game. What fucking asshole is like, hey, you know what? If you fall too far in a stage and you don't fall off the screen into a pit, you just hit the ground, you die. That makes sense. Yeah. Because that was my favorite part of Mario where you jump and seven, 70 stories and you'd be okay, but 80 stories could kill you. That's what made Mario a badass. <laughs> Anywho. They're not that bad, no, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway? Anyway, where are we at? Uh, I don't know. We're talking about a dumbass movie. Right, so again, flashing back, 2003. We're, we're, this is the tail end of uh, the adapt anything with a comic book from a comic book. Because I really, I, it's the kind of thing like you look at and you're like, why? Based on the very underground comic book is it, how they start. That's how they call it. Like... It's so underground, we had to dig it out with um, it was, that digging machine from that other bad movie. From that, What was that called? Not Sunny of the Earth, the other one. Digging machine? Yeah. Are you talking about the core? The core, yes! Because again, I think that's the same year as this, isn't it? 2003? It might be. That's the one where they're like, oh, I invented Napster. It's like, oh, so you invented a shitty program for sharing that made you no money? Wow, that's really something to be proud of. I mean, Didn't like they sell it off to the record industry or something and it's still around? They licensed it. They've, tr they've tried resurrecting it like six or seven times now, I swear. Like, it's a music streaming service. Oh, oh you can buy... Like, first, first, I think the first iteration was like an iTunes style. You could buy music. And then, of course, no one cared because everyone already had either bought it from Amazon or iTunes. And then they tried to do a thing where they're like, oh, it's streaming music like Pandora. It's like, but everyone already has Pandora. <laughs> so, so by the time they try to do anything with it... And it's like, oh my god, like, look. That's what I love about yeah. Google keeps trying to push Google Red on me, right? For music. YouTube and Red. And I'm going, no, Google, or not Go YouTube Red, um, whatever is Google Play has a streaming oh, unlimited god. music one. Anyway. And they want to do that for music. Like, you can you can access tens of millions of songs, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Pandora's already thick. I, I, I have Pandora. I don't need you for that. I have you because I buy my music. I buy my music this way. 
if I want to just stream a bunch of shit that I don't own, I'll just go over to the Pandora app, which does it just fine. But yeah. why do you think I want to pay you for this? But don't you want to give us more attention and money? No, I want to I want to buy my music and then download it onto the device. I know I'm fucking old fashioned this way because I still have to pay for data. So I want to not use data all the time. And I want to have my music when I don't have data because I don't live in San Francisco or San Diego or somewhere else where uh, I do live in Denver. But now I go to places like the mountains or uh, I don't know, anywhere in the city where a large building may get in the way of the cell service. And I don't want to just lose all of my shit because, oh no, oh no, I, I don't have internet. I have a thing called Glenwood, like, pass where we go, and you, you drive up and there's no cell. There's no cell service in the whole canyon. Glenwood yeah. Canyon, that's what I'm looking for, not the pass. But yeah. Yeah, because I, I like to go up 70, I like to go into the mountains, I like to do things. Good, like, visit my mom once in a while because... You know, I'm not a horrible son. Right. And she, like some people. It's okay, she's a terrible mom, sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, have we have we even gotten got to the title of this? No, and we're not going to. I think we'll go through this whole thing and well, never even mention we'll it. We'll never even talk about the movie. We'll just keep circling back and then going away. Circling it's it's the slowest Fine. We'll talk about this this movie. It's directed by Paul Hunter. Do you know who that is? I don't either. As you shouldn't. This was his first movie. By the way. Why does he not have a link? He does. Okay, maybe your computer just hates you, because it works for me. <laughs> I was hoping the, the INDP is just like, nope. Because nope, we're not linking to like, it. He's like, that's not a person. That's just like, a, that's another version of Alan Smithy. It's not a real director. <laughs> there we go. What else has this special person done for us? Uh, nothing, nothing good. Lots of, yeah, music videos and... Music yeah. videos, or did he direct... Music videos. That's That was his thing. That's... So this guy directed music videos, and that's it besides this movie. He did a video uh, short, video yep, short. Yep, yep, yep. A whole bunch of shorts. That's that's it. He's a Oh, no, he's video. calling the music videos video shorts. I don't think he's getting, he's getting called that. I or am going to be that. Video... What? Why don't they just call it a music video? Because maybe it's trademarked by, T by MTV. I don't know. Fucking who cares? Anyway. MTV. Ah. So but they don't play music videos. Well, no, they're they're not they're not they don't stand. It's not short for anything anymore. Didn't you hear? Like three years ago, they just changed just MTV. Just it, that's all it is. It just that's their call sign or name. That doesn't stand for anything. It used to stand for music television. Oh, now I thought it stood for "We're a bunch of cuck fucks that are going to tell you why you should hate yourself." No, M MTV now is just how. What is the cheapest reality show we can make with twenty somethings? That's embarrassing and or sad. How do we do that? Oh, and maybe occasionally some random television show like. This guy's done a lot of music videos. Yes, and he's still working today. Boys to Men. But this is it. This is his only movie. Anyway, <laughs> Bulletproof Monk, 2003. My God. Matchbox 20. Yep. I'm going through this thing. Lenny Kravitz. He's done a lot. I got you. Oh my God! He did the music video to Wild Wild West. Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. <laughs> And this guy made a movie! <laughs> this is like one of us making a movie. It'd be so terrible. Oh, wait! <laughs> the thing I like about this movie, and I'll say this just flat out, is at least it's earnest. Like, they're trying... They're not, they're not like, laughing the entire time, like, this is a really ridiculous premise. They're, they're trying to sell you on it. 
which is the way every really any enjoyable bad movie always is is that everyone behind it is clearly trying to make a movie they're not they're not laughing and holding their tongue in their cheek and going just basically it's being literally the laziest topic the, the laziest form of storytelling Nazis to be fair, that's probably from the original comic, so I don't know if we can blame him for that. I'd like to, but I'm just saying that's that's <sighs> that's an element from the comic. I'm looking up the writers now. Yes. Do you, if you want to talk about this, I'm right. going to make fun right. of the people. Well, well, again, this is early 2000s when when you basically couldn't throw a oh, stone without hitting uh, a Nazi as part of your plot. Our first writer, Ethan Reef, by the way, also did Robin Hood. Now, to be the, fair, the bad one. That's not his fault. How is it not his fault? The studio fucked with it. I want to hear... You know, one day we'll get a making of, like a making of movie about that, where they interview people who were involved in the production, because the original... Do you know what that Robin Hood movie was supposed to be? No. It was supposed to be called Nottingham, and it was basically a retelling where the sheriff of Nottingham is a good guy, Robin Hood's a bad guy. Tell me that wouldn't have been fun. Okay. You have have a deranged archery murderer killing people and robbing them. Yeah, but the... Hollywood would never allow this. I don't see and, any studio. And that's exactly this. why we got that. That's exactly why we got that. Someone was like, oh my god, that sounds like a good idea. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Good idea? No. No. It's about Robin Hood. And he has a bow. And he shoots things. And also, they're going to have American ideals like freedom and freedom of the press and religion for some reason. Even though this is taking place in England and like... The 1400s are whenever they fucking used arrows like this. Because the Enchanter can't be bothered to look at history. Nah. I don't know when they use arrows. Well, like, <laughs> when they didn't have, like, muskets is what I meant to say. And then I just, yeah. Ah. Uh. Yes, wow. yes. As Elga points out, a murder mystery or Robin Hood's suspect, the sheriff and the Prince John as well, used medieval detective work. Which, oh my god, that would have been so great. So fucking awesome to see, like, actual, like, what... To basically have, like, a historical detective movie. So you want to do it from the perspective of the sheriff? Like he's an actual sheriff. Like he's not just some fucking jack-off. Okay, so how about this? I have a slightly better idea. You do that, right? Murder mystery from the perspective of the sheriff trying to stop the madman. Right. You also do another co-assigning movie, right, that's along with it. Where you do the perspective, or you could make it like you flash back and forth between the two characters in a single movie, but that gets a little weird sometimes. It'd be hard to pull off. Anyways, where you go from the perspective of Robin Hood, right? Where he thinks he's the good guy, but he's really a deranged psychopath going around killing people. So are you talking about more like a Rashomon? Maybe. What are you talking about? Like- Rashomon's just going back, though, and... But it is... Yeah, I do like the different perspectives. Right. Anyways... Either way, make him the bad guy, make him a psychopath that goes around killing people. That or that, or instead, if the movie was successful and they demanded a sequel, that's when you do the one. No, no, you could do it with the sheriff's, but, slight twist, sheriff gets killed and they show that he, because of his failure to stop him, that he goes down in history as the good guy. Like, maybe that's part of his plan. Maybe. Anyway. And that's why everybody thinks he's the hero, is because the deranged lunatic set it up to make himself into the hero. So kind of like seven almost ish like that. Maybe like, like, like that, that could be the in twist, the 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 moment, if you will. Right. You know, but not bad. Right. <laughs> and also, also Shyamalan doesn't show up to eat chicken wings. He'd be like, I have chicken wings. Nom, 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 nom. 
Also, I killed your wife. Uh, yes, this um, this same writer, Ethan Reef, by the way. Yes. Uh, he will be working on the screenplay for the Karate Kid 2 that's coming out. A sequel to the Karate Kid, quote-unquote, <laughs> with, yeah. Yeah. But hey, at least Jaden's too old to be it. Thank God. Thank wait, God, please. Wait, he's involved in noir. Yeah. The TV series. Yes. What? What? There's writers on that? In theory. Anyway. Oh, no. Never mind. Different thing. Okay. You're I thought it was noir that you, from noir. Call on noir. But no, it's a TV series that they're making that. About two beautiful female assassins. Oh. oh yeah, that that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? You want to go watch that TV that series? That sounds pretty boring, actually. Oh boy, I can watch Assassins. Yep, that's dime a dozen on TV right now, is random people getting murdered. Anyway. Oh my god, you know what he did before Bulletproof Monk? What? If it will load... MK... Like, oh, you're gone. Ah, uh, you know what this is. Yeah. It's gotta be Mortal Kombat 3. For yeah. a TV movie. MK3... Uh. We haven't watched that. We might have to watch that. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? We may. We may have to talk about the Mortal Kombat films at some point. I didn't know there was a third. This has got to be a third one. Action, adventure, drama? Scroll to the character list. I, the it this, it's all no-name be... people. Oh, there we go. No, Pictures. Say, if it says... No, because they can see. Look, it's... No, good. okay. No. See, like, D'Artagnan and things? That's not a character. D'Artagnan. 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 Yes. Dar... Milady, there's a character named Milady. That sounds terrible. Oh my god, I have to do this movie anyways, just because of Milady. <laughs> just because the character named Milady, that way we can count. Like we, we're gonna have to make a lot of fedora jokes. You know that. That's that's a requirement. We're we, not we might have to wait able... to do this one until we're doing video, so we can actually be wearing fedoras the whole episode. And Milady and tip our hat every time we talk about the character. Yeah, and so then <laughs> Milady shows up. Anyway, oh Jesus! To, so bulletproof monk, yes, the lazy. Oh, don't worry. There's another writer. I'm going to go off on. Just, a just like in Hellboy, we have the the starting starts back in the 40s. Nazis seeking magical artifacts because apparently that's the only way the Nazis were convinced they were going to win, not through like you know technology or anything. Which I'm fine with it being like a a thing in certain, but even by the two early 2000s, it you, just it you was know what would have actually helped the Nazis win. Uh, not attacking Russia. Not attacking us. Well, they didn't attack us. If Japan hadn't attacked us, Japan would have finished off Russia. Yeah, they were losing to Russia. They were. We all know that. But Russia was also losing to Japan. Yeah. And eventually, if they could have just held the lines, Japan would have come through and taken care of the problem for them. But their problem, but Japan's problem was, of course, that we didn't love, didn't want them to keep encroaching on the other islands. No. It was never not going to happen. But that's they could have bought more time before we entered the war by not attacking us. That's true. More time. And that's what they needed. Yes. Yeah. Because Russia would have run out of resources eventually. They would have eventually starved to death. Because they were running out of food. Yes. Anyway. I did, I did like hearing and reading about they had to put up book notices. Please don't eat dead people. <laughs> don't do that. They may or may not have had to actually happen, but at least they, they did happen. No, I'm or, saying or, they did put up the notice. Yeah. How much, how much, or how rampant it was. That's the, the anyway. It, it, the fact that it happened is pretty scary. The fact that they their people got so hungry that some of them, we don't know how many because it's history, but some of them got hungry enough to eat other people. Dead people. 
So yes. Not uh, a good thing. Mind you, this predates Hellboy by a little bit, but still it's the thing like, oh look, Nazis, and again, it starts off in the 40s. Uh, it's 1943, which is probably the Nazis were a little busy to be uh, hanging out in Tibet and fucking around looking for some magic scroll. 43 was the height in the evasion, wasn't it? No. No, they were I'm trying to think. I think they were just at a stalemate at that point, weren't they? Something like that. Anyway, I don't... You know, I'm American. They don't really teach us that much about World War II before we joined. They're just like, some stuff happened, they invaded Poland, and then, you know, we joined. What? That's Not about really. how it was in high school. They're just like, uh, some stuff happened, they invaded here, and then we went in. They didn't even talk about... Did we even talk about World War One? I'm sure I did a slide where we had to copy the slide down and repeat it on a test. World War One gets gets... Ignored very heavily, at least to my knowledge. I mean, it's not ignored, it's mentioned, things are talked about, gas warfare, so on and so forth. But usually it's as a setup for, obviously, the big show. Yeah. You know, that comes I did study it a little bit in college, but still nothing like, nothing like the one Not like the YouTube channel, yes, I know. That you've talked about before? Of course. Did you want to plug it again because you love it so much? Obviously, yes. Everyone who's ever interested in World War I needs to watch the Great War channel, seriously. Go watch it for this matter. You don't even have to go all the way through it because there's a lot. Because they cover every day of the war. One, well, they do it every week, week. I mean, by week, and it's it's all one hundred years after the fact. But they so. do have some like <clears throat> overview stuff and things that you can watch, and it's it's scary how much history repeats itself even today. Well, I think what yeah, it's it's incredible. And you'll just watch it going, D- D- but that's happening now. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, and of course the political implications and the the rise and the fall of the basically it spelled. I mean. For a lot of things, like it changed, it laid out the landscape for everything that is today. Basically, it's 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 hey, fascinating. Thank you, anyway, chair. Hey. I'm not getting it, this out very articulate, but anyway, <laughs> back to bulletproof monk. So uh, they're looking for some scroll. Uh, Chow Yun Fat is a is a young monk at the time. He's talking to some dude. The dude's like, "Hey, you're ready. You're gonna be the you're gonna be the one." Basically, he's like, "I'm gonna give you give you the thing," and so he transfers. The scrollness, the the oneness over to him and hands him the scroll and then he tells him something and then, oh my god, the, all the monks get shot by the Nazis. Yeah, the one monk gets immediately shot by some Nazis. Right. Like, it's such a beautiful day. Because <laughs> the Nazis are like, hey, hey, wait a minute. T- uh, uh, Hans, has it been? It's been 15 minutes since we've murdered someone indiscriminately. What do we do? What do we do? Well, there's some monks right there. Get out your stems because, again, everyone, if... That the thing I love about it always cracks me up is whenever they show German Nazis, they always have the Sten machine gun. Always. Without is that fail. A nine millimeter? I'm uh, almost certain that's a nine millimeter. Pretty sure. But anyway. Why would a reconnaissance uh, I guess maybe because they're kind of reconnaissance, they might have carried those. Cause you'd want I don't know. They're in the mountains though. Something yeah, the problem is the If you're in a mountain group, i I would expect full rifles. Full rifles and uh, of course pistols. Because the problem with the stens, the stens are very complicated, and when they break, there's lots of parts. Possibly pistols. I don't. They didn't really give them out to every soldier or anything. No officers. Officers. Though. Yeah. The main guy would have his have his luger. He did. Yeah, and that's appropriate. But yeah, at first stent. Anyway, whatever. You know. You know. <laughs> but no. Um. What's they used a bolt action? Where? I believe the main soldier, the main weapon. We have the uh, in, in the U.S. was using the um, the Garand as their main as what soldier. In, yes. Right, there's lots of other weapons, but that was the the, the generic, here-you-go-soldier kind of thing. 
And I think theirs was a bolt action. Which we almost did. But they decided they wanted them to be able to pop off quicker. We uh, didn't, still didn't want machine guns in the hands of every soldier because it makes for poor aiming. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so, so Chow Yun-Fat fights the, uh, the guy, the Nazi guy. The big bad Nazi guy. Wait, he fought all the the monk, the peons. Right. And stuff. Well, you know, because they're mooks. That's what happens. All the other monks didn't fight anybody. They just got shot. Apparently, all the other monks, while while he was busy training to fight, he did it by himself. The rest of the monks just trained in how to make robes and like wipe their ass without well, they, getting shit in their hands. I don't. They know. expected him never to get sick of anything. Like he's the only protector. I don't know. Like, it literally made, again... Like, wouldn't they have multiple protectors? Well, no, again, I would have thought the rest of them would know how to fight because, again, they didn't really know who was who was going to be the one, right? Until, like, the guy yeah. figured, like, okay, you've shown all the signs. I've never understood any of these things where it's the one protector. Like, okay, but um, what happens when he just trips and falls and just, you know, breaks his arm or something and now he can't fight and now he can't protect shit? Because that happens. People, shit happens to people. You're just walking along one day and a fucking VW bus comes flying by and you're like, why is there a VW bus? Dunk. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then you're breathing through a tube for a while. That doesn't matter. What are you protecting then? Well, I guess the oneness protects you from that or something. Well, he like, you know, he's super healable and stuff. Because like he gets shot and like it, it hurts, but it doesn't like kill him. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. He falls off a cliff. Right. It, it probably hurts. And the Nazi guy's like, oh no, I've lost my ch- my thing. Which apparently he wanted for himself, not for the war effort or whatever. It's like, it's confusing. He's never really clear what he wants from it other than he knows. He wants to be immortal or something. And it's like, but okay. Why is he a Nazi then? Why can't he just be an evil dude that wants to be immortal? Well, that's the thing. Like it doesn't. It doesn't provide him with any resources. Doesn't like actually set up a point. Well, give him the soldiers in forty three. Apparently, yeah. Which apparently no one else could have gotten their hands on a couple of like mercenaries and guns. I guess. Yeah. There's never been mercenaries throughout time. I, I guess this is my problem ultimately with the fact they pick Nazis is that is it's not like they're setting him up to. It's literally only there to make him evil. To make him evil, right. It's that is, the, him killing a bunch of defenseless monks doesn't make him evil. Enough. He's a Nazi. Right, it's the fact that he has the, the SS uniform. Wait, does everything. he try and rape the girl at some point? Do they do that trope? I don't think Or I'm so. not evil enough, let me rape a girl. No, I don't think that happens in that. Uh, yeah. So, flash forward to modern day, 2003, you know, so everyone's listening to Sum 41 and talking and so glad the 90s are over because we have yet to realize that it, that it, the 90s weren't that bad and actually were kind of nice. <laughs> so all the 80s kids are happy, though. <laughs> the Enchanter. Fuck all those 80s people. The 90s were cool. Y'all don't know shit. Basically. I, I hate the I hate the Seth MacFarlane generation. It's like, man, the eighties were the best, and they had the best. Fuck you. Do you know Maybe that they've got that same mentality about people that love the seventies? I know, because they're the group before. Oh, the seventies were great. That seventies show, etc. And they're just like, the eighties were better. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's okay. I like I like every decade has like something about it. That's the thing. People people talk down about it, but in a little retrospect, you can find the things you liked about it. Anyway, there was a lot of bad things in the nineties too. A lot of bad things in every decade. Yeah. That's the whole point. Like, that's, everyone tries to forget that. No, the problem I have with the 80s people, and the 80s in general, just this whole thing, is everybody worships the things that weren't good about the 80s. You mean, like, which part? 
Like, if you looked at Seth MacFarlane, he loves everything bad about the 80s. And that's what made it great. Which I guess is kind of your mentality about most things. Right. So I guess I don't see why you guys you don't get along with him more. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho. We're so talking about 2003. We're talking about 2003. Yeah. Bulletproof monk here, remember? Bulletproof monk here. So, do we uh, mention who the who the kid is that yeah, he's teaching? He, well, he runs into him because we got we got we see Chow Yun Fat, and he's still the young looking monk. He's still Chow Yun Fat. He still looks like himself, and it's like yeah, he's still leaning around corners, eating chips and shit, throwing up his thumbs up. Yeah. Mm. Boom. Yeah, baby. Everybody knows that meme, but nobody knows what movie it's from. Though absolutely no doves explode out of nowhere when people get in gun battles, this and I was confused. Because they're clearly, it's like if you're going to ape John Woo at any given point, you might as well go whole hog. Metal music? Really, Tag? Metal music. I guess Metallica. Had a lot. Yeah, I like Metallica. You had Mustaine breaking off to do Megadeth. You had hair metal, which was actually still kind of fun in a sort of kitschy way. I'm still, one of my favorite bands from the 80s is ZZ Top. Yeah, I mean, they had quite a nice reach on that. Yeah, like... A lot of good songs. They were they were a very special kind of band, original with their own little things. A lot of different things, things they did, the way they looked, so on and so forth. Music videos were actually like a thing back uh-huh. then. Anyways, anyway, and Santana. Santana's awesome. He lived through every decade just fine. He survived. He's the one actually killing off the other rock stars and taking their essence. <laughs> not, not Keith Moon. We think it. We think it's one of the Rolling Stones. We're wrong. It's him. It's Carlos Santana, the <laughs> Latin American vampire, <laughs> El Chupacabra, as they say. Anyway, yeah. Unfortunately, he uses all that life essence playing guitar. <laughs> Ah, uh, where are we at? Where are we at? All right. So he runs into, he runs into Sean William Scott, who's playing a character named Carr, which, whatever. Sean William Scott. Sean He's William still Scott. doing things. He is, but not much, oddly enough. What the fuck, Windows? I will say this. When I first saw there was going to be a martial arts movie with Sean William Scott, all I could think of was the guy who played Stifler in an action movie. Yup. Uh-huh. And I'll, I think he does a good job with this. He doesn't take it too seriously. Like he's like it's that kind of like that fun action. Atmosphere. Do you remember how he taught him how he learned martial arts? That's the dumbest part. Absolutely. But again, I'd be willing to bet dollars to donuts. That's the source material. That's exactly like that. I'm willing to bet because that's the kind of like stupid kitschy thing that you can imagine. Like some in a, some little indie author going, "Oh my god, this is so clever." He works at a projection booth in like for like a at a little at a little cinema, and he learned to fight to do martial arts by following along with kung fu movies. Yup. And we see this. We see him showing up. There's a kung fu movie on the screen, and he's doing the routine with the guy like right along. And the fat is watching him like, eh, well, it's unconventional, but he knows how to do the kung fu. I guess. Shrug. I mean, if you're doing it in person, you're really just following what the person does. If you watch the class, if you watch any kung fu movie, not real kung fu, for those of you getting mad at home, but if you watch any kung fu movie, right, and they do the montage of how they learn, right, it's always the teacher's doing it, and then they're just doing it with them, right. And at first, maybe they're not as good, but then they're getting better as the montage goes on. Right, they're more. But they confident. never. The teacher never comes over and corrects anything. He never shows them like they're doing something wrong, and he never like turns their hand the right way or does something else. Like, yeah, you're fucking this up, buddy. 
It's just them doing it with the teacher at the same time, moving all slow. Oh, do exactly the same. Look at me doing the Tai Chi. We're learning Kung Fu by doing Tai Chi. Move like you're trying to stretch after waking up from a nap on Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> ow, my back. The couch was harder than I thought. I was going to say move like you're next to your girlfriend trying to pretend like you're stretching. Yes. But you're really just trying to push your boner into her. Be like, huh? Eh? 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 Nudge, nudge? You know what I mean? Alga points out, we (laughs) cannot forget the hot dog and hot dog bun riddle, which, again, is the kind of thing you can imagine the author was like, oh my god, this is so fucking funny and clever, and this is going to show up every... This is so funny. This is so funny. (laughs) Except they, they stopped selling them that way, like, decades ago. Yeah. You buy hot dogs in packages of eight now. Unless you get the weird thin ones, and then they're in packages of ten. Yeah. Because they're like, look, they're thin and long, so they fit the hot dog buns they're, or something. They long. go outside the they're edges long. of the buns. They call them bun length, and they're bigger than buns. Yeah. That's... That's just the hot dog companies fucking with you. They're like, <laughs> but the buns are in packages eight, and the real hot dogs, not not those yeah, like, like, buy, like thin ones that don't pleasure the girl at all. Lots of reach, no girth. See, <laughs> that's, that's what we're talking about. Anyway, the, those are the ones for the girl that wants to pretend like they can deep throat. See, I can deep throat. See, no gag reflex. Right, but anyway, w- the big thing is like he gets involved. He saves that girl <laughs> off the tracks before the train comes. Along with the fat. And the the fat, who uses his magic powers of magicness to lift a rail. Yep. Whoop, 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 And I just, yeah. And her name is Jade. Yeah, let's not forget that. Because, and this all comes together later. Like, I saw you fighting under cranes, the palace Jade, and whatnot. Yep, and you, you defend people of your own family or some shit. I don't remember exactly. It's the kind of thing like they, he said it like three or he says it like three or four times. Because the guy, the guy yeah. giving but the power. But then it wasn't just one of them. It's both of them. Both of the them. girl too, because yay women power. I guess or I, something. I don't know. I guess at least then he's not lonely. Like unlike the fat who had to spend sixty years being a semi-immortal guy wandering around like bored out of his mind and having no one to really. Oh yeah, it'd be terrible to live forever. That they in this universe, it's how it is. Where you're not really immortal and you can die, so you don't have that like eventually I'm going to be floating in space after the heat death of the universe is the only thing that still moves. No, you don't have that part of eternity that sucks. You just have that I'm immortal, so I can live as long as I want to until eh, I'm bored with life now, and then you just move on. Oh yeah, that sounds horrible, doesn't it? Anyway, so let's let's <laughs> skip around. I want to talk about the foundation for the the human rights organization. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about people that get some kind of immortal thing, and then they're just floating around in space after the heat death of the universe. Like, yep, it's only been 28 billion millennia. Yup, I'm still the only thing that moves in the universe! Let's go check out that side of the universe now! <laughs> and then you become Galactus. And then you wonder how they're getting off of planets and shit that they ran into that are dead. And then you stop thinking about it. Yep. Anywho. So let's, let's talk about the Human Rights Organization, which is this doofy-ass organization. So it turns out that the Nazi guy from the very beginning, he's an old man now, but he's still alive. And he runs the Human Rights Organization. Yeah, and everybody gives him money or something for this organization, even though he looks like an evil old fuck. <laughs> even, even though he literally looks like the kind of guy who was an evil Nazi commander. Like the kind of guy 
Like the kind of guy who would make make the atrocities George and make Schindler's Soros. List possible. Yes. That's the thing. Like they're like, man, we need someone to recount all the awful things ever done in a concentration camp. That guy looks like he has a lot of stories, and not on the receiving end. <laughs> We'll get to that. It gets better later. We'll talk about that. So his granddaughter is like the head Raider? of Raider? We're 40 minutes in. We'll get to it in a minute. We'll t- I'm rushing here. If we hadn't sidetracked so much, this would go much faster. Oh, okay. So the granddaughter's like, thank you all for donating, everyone. I have a British accent. Why? My father's an escaped German who apparently lives in America. Why do I have a British accent? No more questions. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you all for coming. Donate more. Doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, Shouldn't she have a Brazilian accent? That would be funny. I would have. That would have been. That would have been clever, actually, because no one, everyone forgets that. No, no, that's all new now. The JFK files got released, and then it was the report from the from the uh, CIA agent who supposedly ran into Hitler. Right. Uh, yeah, so everyone's talking about that again now. It's all over the news. Yeah, again, most people who've watched their history know better. But, again, that would have been clever. But nonetheless. I like how they're pretending like it's new knowledge. Like, oh my god, was Hitler really alive? It's like, everybody knew about this report. What are you talking about? So, uh, Jade is currently there. And she's, she she sees the granddaughter. She gets in a conversation like, it's very interesting that you decide to depict the awful things that happen. And, and the, the granddaughter's like, well, I hope it reminds people of what not to do. And she's like, well, why don't you have any exhibits celebrating the good of humanity? And again, it doesn't make any sense. Why is an evil Nazi who's bent on ruling the world, becoming immortal, whatever, whatever his motivation is, it's at least to become the immortal guy, sure. Why would he found a human rights organization and then... Why would, again, having a human rights organization that literally fights for human rights have displays of atrocities reminding people that atrocities happen, we shouldn't allow these to rehappen. And her argument, again, this is supposed, she's supposed to be one of the good guys. Like, we're supposed to agree with her is my thought. But we I don't because it's, she's like, why are we focused on the positive? It's like, well, there are times when it's appropriate to look at the bad things we've done and remember that these happened and we should be vigilant. As where she's just like, what's, what's the point of all this? This is the kind of girl who would be like at a Holocaust memorial going, what, what the fuck? What, why isn't there an ice cream shop here instead? <laughs> this is pointless. Tear down everything. The Statue of Liberty should be melted down into copper wire. Why do we need this stupid thing? It's dumb. Don't, don't Statue of Liberty? I'm surprised that actually that Antifa or somebody hasn't found a reason to hate that. The French um, had slaves at one point, and therefore we should tear it down. Well, I want to see them out there in boat with like tugboats and shit, trying to pull out the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> little kayaks. <laughs> little kayaks and a little rope. Ah! Yep. Heave ha! Heave ha! Oh, I'm tired. I need some more broccoli. So it's again, it's a very weird moment. It's the kind of thing you're like. What are you trying to tell me, movie? Like, I don't... I'm not following you. And again, I'm wondering if it's the source material fault or this movie's fault. Either way, skip around. There's a lot of fight scenes, a scroll that gets bounced back and forth. Uh, uh, finally, finally, Chow Yun-Fat gets kidnapped, taken off. He becomes the sort of... Yes, being, being invincible slash immortal whatever doesn't make him immune to... Um, some just like dark guns. Yeah, getting hit in the back of the head with a blackjack or dark guns and getting locked up. 
Yeah. So that so, that's a thing. So because because the Nazi guy knows that the little scroll container is just a fake out. It's a red herring. The actual words are printed on him. And he's like, aha. So they're scanning it and it's translating. He's like, ah, I'm doing the thing and I'm going to read it. I'm going to turn. So meanwhile, Jade and Carr have to go break down the house and invade and save, save him. Okay. The heroes. Here's the, here's the moment where you know you've gone off the rails into the fuck nut land. And that is the fact that the old Nazi guy puts on his SS uniform in order to read the scroll and become immortal. Yup. I'd like to stop there. What the fuck is that? Why? Again, I know why. The reality is why. Because we need to remind us he's evil. Just in case you, the viewer, are too fucking stupid. I have a question. Why would the SS be the ones going out to find that in the Tibetan? When they send like a a unit of the army that like or, or does have, reconnaissance and or stuff? Hey, wouldn't they have, say, a diplomat being an asshole and like poking his nose around? Like a lot of fucking countries do and have done. You know, yeah. where you have, like, an ambassador, and then, like, their attache is actually, like, a spy or something who goes around doing scouting. <laughs> that's, anyway. that's never happened. What are you talking about, Tim? What are you talking about? That's madness. Anyway, so he puts on his SS uniform to become immortal. Why? I don't know. Probably because it feels good. He's like, you know what? I, I just want to see if this still fits when I become young again. I just, I like to... He's just, Maybe that's what it is. It's finally going to fit again. He's like, finally. He's like, all these years, all these eclairs I've been stuffing in my fat Nazi face. <laughs> having, I want to get, I want to slim down for when I usher in the Seventh Reich. I don't even know anymore. Whichever number they're on. Uh, so he becomes young and he's like, That's yep. why he hated the juice so much. Their baked goods were just so delicious. He couldn't control himself. He's like, <laughs> he's like damn you. Damn you and your delicious pastries. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. He's like, he's like <laughs> weeping and eating. <laughs> I can't stop. We all know Jews are known for their delicious bakeries. <laughs> Flat bread, oyvey, home, it's delicious. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so this apparently also gives him the ability to fist fight because he apparently now he now is he's now tough. He's now more. He finds out that the last line isn't in the scroll printed on the monk's body. Turns out it's it's a verbal, it's a line carried orally. The person passes it on one person to person. And he's like, what's the last line? Ah! So they fist fight now. Now it's time for them to go boom, doom, da, doom. Uh, I don't know a lot about Nazi training. I'll grant you that. But I'm pretty sure they didn't study Kung Fu. And this guy, I mean, sure, he's had 60 years. Maybe he took a few lessons, like, in the 50s. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe in the 60s he was working his way up to a black belt. I don't know. Somehow I don't think that in his 30s, 20s, 30s... Wait a second. He was an officer right. in the war. He in wasn't 43. a kid. Yeah, he was like... Yeah, he's supposed to be like really old. So in the move in the... But no, no, no. Back in 43. Right. He was... It had to be in like 30. I'd probably say at least his 30s. Because he was not a normal officer. He was a decently high officer, wasn't he? I don't know what the fuck he was. They just show SS. He's a bad right, guy. Think about it. They really don't even show his rank at all, do they? Doesn't matter. Anyway. He's, he's, he's a bad guy. But he's, he's got to be at least late 20s, right? Well, granted, okay. It's at least 28. Okay. Okay. And I'm not saying you can't learn some martial arts at that point. You obviously can. But um, I don't the think odds? you're going to keep up with the monk who's been well, training his entire life. Well, I will say this. Again, he's going to have to spend a good how many years running to America hiding before he establishes the Human Rights Organization? That's a lot of effort. 
He's got a lot of. He's got to focus a lot on coming up with a fake identity, a new life, having kids, raising his grandkids to be Nazis, or at least his granddaughter. We don't know if he has other grandkids. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And also teaching her to speak in a British accent because <laughs> you know that's part of the facade. I guess I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Never. So what's he doing in America if he's raised his kids in England? <laughs> don't, don't. This is not a movie that's asking you to think about logic. Anyways, uh, we should move on and move yeah. past this movie. Yeah, oh, right. uh, just uh, nothing else. Spoiler to talk about. alert: He dies. If that makes anyone feel better, I think we already knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. God damn, this chair is getting noisy. Anyway, all right. What do you got for us? You got anything? Emails? Let's knock out. This a is few the emails time, isn't it? I know. So. Oh um. um hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I do have two real quick that I gotta. Oh, do you know? Yeah. Um. What the fuck? Where are they? What the? F- Google. Google. Hello. Hello. Oh, sorry. They're they're on the other emails. Hold on. They went to the site, not to me. I just wanted to come up. You might find them entertaining. Gmail. Gmail. Wait for it to load. Here we go. Uh, quick question for Nipples. I recently spent some time doing a site review, and uh, they have some ideas that could help improve the website. Oh, great, great. Uh, that's wonderful. So, uh, our organic ratings. Uh, increasing your conversion rates will improve your user. Our conversion rates need improved. What, what's the conversion rate? Oh. I don't know, but it needs improved. So we should contact this guy at uh, the Agile Software Company thing there. See them? The Agile. Yeah. And um, what's interesting is... Um, oops, I hit the back button. That was Point. brilliant of me. Um, this Scott dude noticed the exact same thing all of uh, two hours later. Whoa! That we need some conversion rate stuff. We're and he, I should contact of, his company. We're getting a lot of feedback. I'm beginning to think that we need to worry about conversions a lot. Our conversion our rates... Are, uh, do we know? Have, do we have enough? Do we need to improve them? How much do they need to improve? Jesus Christ. Uh, That's right. So, so this guy... Um, hi there. Hi. Just, just hi there. That's, that's how he starts. In the meanwhile, yep. I spent some of my time on AnimePulse.com. You know, it's weird. I, I'm beginning to think this guy is not a Native, American, uh, native uh, English speaker. You know, kind of like me is my stumbling yeah. over my own fucking well, tongue. His name is Scott, so clearly he is. Oh yeah, yeah, there's no way he's not. That's just how that goes. And gained some idea that you could use E2 fast that would help you to rage your conversion rates. We need yes. to rage the conversions. We do rage it, rage it hard. Yup. <laughs> we are also help you to do your website design. Development and can redesign your website. Tell you, Scott, you sound like a trustworthy kind of guy. On the other hand, you are free to say no. Oh, good. I'm glad he's giving us options here. This guy's a low pressure. I like this. I like this guy. But allow me to ask, is growing conversion rates roughly you're interested in exploring? (sighs) Apparently it is, because, wow, I didn't realize we needed to worry about our conversion rates so much. We didn't know. And you know what? The other guy has, has a good point, but Scott came in and blew him out of the water. Yeah. Scott's got it, I think, if you want to talk to anybody. <laughs> anyway. He's the man. Uh, sorry, I had to. I do love spam. Honey Badger lining up the crosshairs. Take out two idiots with the subject trails. With one bullet. There we go. Do, do, do. 
Anyway, so uh, in regards to Manga Pulse 367. Yep. And I like the idea of creating a separate YouTube videos for each, for parts of the show. Just their worries, the podcast, the suffer, go away entirely. You don't get much time to watch stuff on YouTube, but do have time to listen to the podcasts. Uh, if we can figure out how to keep the podcast and add YouTube stuff, that would be awesome. That's the goal. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, right now I kind of, I think what we're looking at for us, I don't know about the other shows, whether they'd even want video. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of think we're going to do where we just record our show and we'll do a video of it and we'll edit the video down to a small section of it. Like maybe just the main review or like if it's Popcorn Pulse, it'll just be the one movie. Right. That or something. And best. we'll do jump cuts real quick and stuff and cut out parts, especially... You know, and edit it so that you know whenever we're cussing and saying "fuck," you know, instead we pull up. So that way we maybe don't get demonetized right away, and yeah. maybe for a few views we yeah. can get a couple pennies. Pull out our wonderful, yes, the word "fuck" we can censor easily. I already have that planned out. Just yep, that will make sense when you can see the video. It'll be wonderful, and I'll just do it kind of like over the mouth of whoever says it. You ever watch Craig Ferguson back when he was on, uh, what's that late night one he did, um, t- was The Late Show, I think? Was the, wasn't the Late Late because he was beyond... No, he was the, the one after the, the Tonight Show. I thought, I thought Kimmel immediately... No, they skipped over him for, um, Stephen Colbert, and that's why he quit. Okay. Because he was going to do, he was The Late Show... And he was in position to move into the Tonight Show. Not the Tonight Show. Yeah, no. Maybe it was the Late Late Show. The Late Show is the one that was done by... Um, I can't keep this shit straight now. The Tonight Show was Jay Leno, right? And then that got replaced with... Uh, Conan. Conan, and then he went away again. And Jay Leno came back, and then it turned into... Uh, I don't know who the fuck does it now. I thought that's what Colbert's on. No, Colbert's on the... Took over the other one. That Letterman Letterman was doing, I think. Oh shit, I don't know. Didn't I, he? I've not watched those. I've never watched that kind of show to begin with. Or did so. he take over for Jay Leno? I don't even know now. My my uh, my knowledge of Tonight shows and whatnot is no no no. He took over best. for Letterman, I think, and they skipped over. They were just gonna leave. Anyways, whenever he cussed, they just they would put it like like a mouth or something over the person's face, and they do a tootsie fruits and or like flags or whatever, depending on what it was. That kind of thing. That's what we do. You know, something over the face and it'd be like the F-bomb or... I don't know what I'm going to do for shit yet. I'm kind of thinking maybe just like that clip from uh, from Airplane where the shit hits the fan. Yeah. But then we got to worry about being demonetized because, oh my god, using a half a second of a clip of something counts as using it. It's like, yes, but you can fair use it. Yeah, except they know that exactly what will happen. It'll get demonetized either way and we'll have to sue them to fix it now because that's how the new rules are. <sighs> They, they put the notice, we we fight that claim, and then they come back with, yeah, fuck you, it doesn't matter, you're wrong. And then the only way we can get it reinstated is to sue them, like H3H3 did, but we'd have to have money like H3H3 does to actually go to court. We don't. Anywho. Anywho. So, yes. Jimmy Fallon is the Tonight Show. Okay. I don't know, I don't watch that shit anymore. They're all fucking stupid, and they fucked up when they didn't bring a Conan O'Brien in. Should have left him there. He would have done just fine. Oh no, the old people don't like him. They'd get over it. Because they got nothing else to do. They would have watched anyways. They're old. Anyways, where are we at? 
Uh, also, Welltall, I'm happy to hear that the rideshare gig is still working out. Yeah, for now, we'll see. They had to stop doing it and get a different job because they started only making $50 for four hours to five hours of work at peak usage hours. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand how I can understand that. Because that happens sometimes. It's hard to figure out when to be where and what what not to bother going out for. Yeah. Like everybody goes off about New Year's. New Year's Eve, you'll make it's all the monies. Everybody makes the monies, right? And yeah, oh yeah, there's fucking the the multiplier, you know, surge slash um uh I always forget lifts because Lyft does the, their naming scheme makes no sense. Like Uber's pool, Lyft is line. Right. Lyft line? What? How, how does a line equal multiple people? Whatever. Like, cause like Lyft Q? I did. Huh? Made sense the, to somebody. Get on the line. It's like when people talk about trains being the line. I guess. I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, you get up to like nine times. Great, you know, you could make a shit ton of money off one ride. Yeah, except in Denver, you know what happens? Huh. I was on 14th Street. Ugh. Everything was going on in Denver. There was a, a big-ass music festival thing that got that happened on um, at the convention center. 14th turned into a parking lot, and I literally sat on it for 50 minutes. Yay. I just sat there. I moved all block in those 50 minutes. Oh, I made all the monies. See all that money pouring in? Monies. You know who made money that night? The guys working in Broomfield. Because the event center let out. And it was a string cheese incident or something like that. Oh. And they were in fucking nine times up there, just running back and forth between hotels, picking people up from the hotel back to the you know, event center, blah, blah, blah. Fucking string cheese nut jobs. Of course, they were probably dealing with them leaving cocaine in their cars because... String cheese incident. Anyways. So, just a quick one from Yotaro saying that uh, the Preacher TV show, apparently, there's a scene where God is being, is talking to, the Pope is describing a creature he hears God is making, and it does mention, he says, and the, with the prowess of a honey badger. Do you, do you hear yourself right now? So. And, and Yotaro recommends it. So that's good. I'd be curious to see, because that's that's one of the very, very few comic books I've ever read. Which is actually will lead me to my next thing later. I'll get to that. Honey Badger has lived in every major American city. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, whoa. Okay. Um Okay, well I'm gonna preface this with the fact that he is black, so we're just reading his words before I read this. Okay. Because otherwise we're going to open a whole new can of worms. Which we're good at. Congratulations on waking the chocolate beast the other day with your mention of Barbershop. Again, that's not us. That is him. Please don't hate on us to all of eternity with all of the emails. Yep. And no, I know I said the, the B word. Can't say the B word. <laughs> but I was quoting him. It's okay that way, right? Sure. Totally. <laughs> the audience is most likely unaware, but those two emails that mention the B word were by black people. We we know that. I guess we didn't mention it. And one of those people's was me. Nope. Yep. Okay. The B word. Can't say it. It just makes people angry. It's one of those phrases that activates black people into action. Manchurian candidate style. Does it? Is this really a thing? Would they tell us? I don't know. 
Maybe it's an old code phrase, but it checks out, sir. Do you get that? The other triggers are... Do, do I read these? Friday, KKK, and Dragon Ball Z. Eh. Because what, Mr. Popo? No, just because the fucking movie adaptation was terrible. Oh. <laughs> that triggers anybody, honestly. I was going to say, they made Mr. Popo purple. It made everything better, right? We're all good now? Everyone's good? Right? Right? It's not racist now. He's purple, and nobody's purple, right? Right? It's all good. No? Yes? Can we all just hug? Anyway. I am a hole. That's what he says. Yep. Uh, have either of you been to New York? Not yet. No. No. Um, it seems like when you brought up New York saying it's a racist shithole, did we say it was a racist shithole? Or were we talking about... Or did we just say it was a shithole full of a bunch that, of racists? Was that in the, no, the email? I don't know. I don't remember. I did think we said that it was kind of a shithole where people are just racist towards each other and it's not like the movies pretend like how everybody just gets along. Anyways, that you two were talking about Manhattan Island, a.k.a. New York City. Uh, well, whenever somebody says New York, they mean the city. If anybody ever is talking about the state, they say New York State. Right. Because... Or, or they mention the specific city within New York that they're talking about. Yeah. Because, again, everyone knows when you say New York, you're talking about this. It seems like people who don't know New York only talk about Manhattan and never talk about New York State. Pretty much. Or the five boroughs. Funny story. friend of mine uh, got his concealed carry... He was born out. So he was born in a God. What is it? A smaller, a smaller town, uh, <clears throat> about ha about an hour and a half away from Manhattan. His parents moved into Manhattan. That's where he grew up. Was <clears throat> in and around there. Okay. So when he went to get his concealed carry, he had his New York birth certificate. New York City issues a different birth certificate than the rest of the state, like their local areas. It's very ornate. Okay. So he went to get it, and the guy was like. That's not a New York birth certificate. I know what they look like. They look like blah, blah, blah. And he described it. And he's like, no, I was born in a small city here. You're thinking of the New York City one. He's like, and he had to argue with the guy for about a half an hour. And the, the cop was like, okay, well, I'll run it, but I don't think it'll go through. Like, basically, like, I think you're fucking lying. Okay. And he's just like, it's the real thing. What do you want? It's just a plain little sheet of paper. It's like, it has a little, like, you know, notary thing on it. That's it. It's, it's really dull. You can't say that you got to conceal care anymore. That's guns are bad. Anyway, anyway. Uh, but yeah, no. As he points out, he doesn't think most people outside of New York could name them, and that's absolutely true. Honestly, my the closest exposure I know about New York is probably Seinfeld and anywhere else that features it as a movie location. I know, I do know that what's really funny to me because I do know this is like the Hell's Kitchen area doesn't isn't anything like Daredevil. But Daredevil always treats it like it was in, like, what, the 50s or 60s? I don't know. Like, like it was a shithole? I'll tell you this. The, the one thing I can tell you for certain about anybody from New York, the city, um, is you're all fucking annoying because every time you eat pizza, you have to make some goddamn stupid comment about how it's not real pizza and nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Well, it's not real pizza. You don't real pizza in New York. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Apparently, you have a fucking orgasm every time you fucking touch New York pizza. Just, oh, yes! Yeah, it's kind of a... We get it. 
We get it. It's a fucking religious experience for you. you know, and we're just not living up to your expectations with you think, our pizza. Do you think Chicago style was literally made to spite New Yorkers? I hope to God it was. They were sick to death of hearing that. They're like, fuck you. Chicago style. And the New Yorkers like, it's not a real pizza. And they're like, well, about, it's not supposed to be. How about this, New Yorkers? Okay? Stop with your bullshit. You stop with your, not New York. <laughs> shit and we all just get along and we all agree that california pizza is terrible let's let's can we let, just do that let us band together and agree <laughs> that the california pizza kitchen is a blight to pizza and people and restaurants <laughs> and should be wiped from the face of the earth together we can make this happen <laughs> anyways anyway. that brings me to the is new york racist topic you say yes and I guess I would have to agree, but only because America is racist. No. No, 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 no. First off, okay, America is racist. Uh, no, America is is a continent. It's two continents. Um, but when you say America, you mean the United States of America, which is fine, because all of us do that. I do that, he does that, right? Right. It's like and again, York, that's it's, a country. Like it, a country thing. cannot be racist. It's It's not... It's not possible. Individuals no, no. can be racist. I, I, I would say you could probably argue that if it is an accepted cultural standard or if there are actual laws in place that promote or support. I am being a pedantic asshole because we say Japan is xenophobic and racist all the time. I realize this. Yes, that's what we do. That's what but I, do. I am being a pedantic asshole for a reason. You, know, you have a good reason? No. I, do I ever have a good reason? Okay. <laughs> Anyway. But no, just to say that every state, every person, all of us are racist, and that's the only reason that New York is racist. No, New York is spectacularly racist. It dicks just to everybody that's not you. And it's, and I don't mean like outside, well, outside New York too, but just to each other. But, oh, we have this brotherhood of we're all from New York, so it's okay. But you don't. You really don't. You just pretend like you do when something bad happens. You're like, oh, we're from New York. We get together. Yay. But when's the last time any of you got together and did anything for each other? No. What What New York, I think. Y'all hate each other. Y'all treat each other like shit on a constant daily basis. So this whole brotherhood thing is bullshit. You say that, you, you admit we've never been there, and then you say that you know how I have is. met, uh, like, 90% <laughs> of their population, I swear to God. And they're all the same fucking person. They're all saying this goddamn asshole that hates everything, hates everyone, and hates pizza. Unless it's New York pizza. Granted. But anyway. <laughs> so, usual talking out of her ass quota, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Um, anyways, where are we at? Uh, I think that's when you go to upper middle class or working classes area of New York. It's very ignorant. Okay. Uh, that's when you get to the actual melting pot places where the New Yorks actually work and live with each other. There's more understanding. Is there? I don't know. I really, I, I don't feel like, I'm gonna, I, I plan on visiting New York. I plan on visiting everything in the United States. I don't mean everything. I'm not gonna go to some bumfuckville nowhere just because it's a city that exists in the U.S. But you know what I mean. I plan all 50 states and a decent amount in each state. I'm gonna hit the whole United States. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Everyone's like, I need to go to Greece. I'm, I want to go to Greece, don't get me wrong, but there's enough shit here It's going to keep me busy. Like, I don't I don't get people that are so obsessed with either Europe or Japan or whatever. Like, There's nothing wrong there's with There's like, so much here. Why are you so anti? You could just get in a car and drive to a place here and be in a new, like, amazing place. I don't get people that don't understand that. You can just you can get on a bus, take a few days off, go somewhere, and be in a new exciting place in this country. 
Unless you're in Arizona, then it's going to take a while to get anywhere different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, last Southern, last Southern. time me and the girlfriend were like, oh, we got some time coming up. We can go somewhere. Let's go. Let's see what what's available for flights. That's kind of cheap. And we're like, LA is not bad. Ooh, Phoenix is cheap. Phoenix. Um, Phoenix. Um, Phoenix. Yeah. 80 bucks for both of us to fly there. That's That's super fucking cheap. But Phoenix, um, we could, uh, we could, we could go to this fort that they rebuilt. It's not even the original. Yep. Um, that's basically the same as going to see the Great Wall because same thing. It's the Great Wall is a little bit better than some, I, we took some sticks and some mud and we recreated a fort. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. I love when they show forts in movies and you're like, no, 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 no. Forts were, they were kind of a joke. They're literally like. Sticks and twigs and some mud on the middle wall, and they may not even had like a building to go into to get out of the rain. Usually, it's just tents, maybe if they were lucky. Like forts were not, <laughs> forts were not a fort. They were just kind of a, yeah. It doesn't take much to be called a fortification, really. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. Uh, do we need to finish the rest of this? Does he say anything? Basically, we're assholes and we don't know anything about New York. Yeah, I true. embrace that. I, I, I'm i okay with being an ignorant asshole and I'm going to leave in my ignorance. Thank you. Live, you mean? What? You said leave. I didn't. I said leave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Harry, do we want to anyway. talk about our individual real quick? Do we? I think we do. Fine. Fine. Do you want me to just get mine over with? Uh, mine will be really short if you want. Oh, okay. So, I'd just like to say that I've been recently watching uh, a YouTube channel, Diversity and Comics. Okay. And it's interesting because, again, I uh, it was kind of funny. He actually mentioned something earlier. There's one of his videos he's talking about, like, how Marvel has... Marvel and DC in particular have had this ongoing problem of trying to bring in new audiences. And they've tried multiple things over the years, and the latest couple of things are... Uh, being incredibly politically correct, hence the whole, like, changing heroes and things like that. And he explains, like, why it doesn't work. He's not as articulate about it as some people. I mean, he's just kind of like an average Joe who... You mean like me? Because I'm so articulate. Basically, yeah. Like, his the difference is that he's very much, like, he's very... When I say the difference is that he's very into comics, so he clearly comes from a place of, he's a fan, he's actually made a few comics that have been uh, published by Smaller, he's working on one that is being funded by his Patreon supporters, and he does it, like, every day. But the best video, I think, was one where he talked about when Marvel went through the sort of manga phase, they had Marvel manga, and that's where they were drawing things like manga characters, and he was pointing out that this was another attempt to gain an audience that they were pretty sure existed, and all they need to do was just... Make the comic accessible and people will jump on it. Because, let's face it, because he points out, and this is something I think, would you agree? That generally speaking, manga readers are not necessarily comic book readers and vice versa. There can very be frequently, over, there that's can be, the case. Right, there can be overlap, but there seem to be a very big difference in demographics. Just real quick, one of the... Alec was saying that he can't wait for us to get his monster email. We're actually three emails away from that. Oh, Just to let you know, right. which means we might actually have to get to that next episode. We won't have a choice. Because we, other ways, we'd have to skip it and go to the next, like, put it on the one after that. Or something along those lines. So maybe we'll, we'll if you're going to, we'll try and do it 
next episode. That, that'll be the plan, so uh, that gives us a chance to pre-read it and be ready to address it. But I have a feeling it's not going to be as entertaining as you think. It'll probably just be like, yep, yep, we're assholes. Yep, you're right. <laughs> it's probably might be what happens, but... uh, Yep. Anyways. Anyway, uh, I do recommend checking it out if you're interested either as a comic fan or outsider as, as I am. Because, again, I, I've said before... I read manga. I have no, I like manga, obviously, hence the whole show. But comics have never really appealed to me outside of the things they create, the things that come from them. Like, as the genesis for things like Iron Man or Batman and so forth. Like, I've never been driven to sit down and read. So it's interesting to hear a comic book fan talk about something he clearly likes. And there are, he actually does review comics he does like. And he will, he'll tell you. Okay. And he even he'll even actually like admit like when an author who has maybe a political bent he doesn't agree with and who stuffs his politics into the comics that he doesn't care for writes something well he'll say this was written well aside from those little asides he's like this was done well and you're like interesting so he's he has the balls to say that hey I I, I like this in regard in reg- regardless of the bullshit fucking behind. king of RPGs oh. Was anyway. that the guy that did the the the, the manga guide? The thousand and one, whatever. Yeah, oh, God. is that who that was? Yep, yep, yep. Yes. <sighs> oh, I can't I, stand that. I fucker. can never name my favorite because I love everything. Because I'm such a weeb. I'm just gonna list off twenty eight goddamn RPGs you've never heard of to prove that I've done everything. Oh. God. It's like yeah, you read the Wikipedia article on all of those, didn't you? He wrote the wiki party then. <laughs> Makes it easy. Anyway. Yeah, the guy worked somewhere, like, what was it, like an anime store or something? And he'd list every manga, he'd sit there and write a review on it. He eventually found it in a book. That's that's a cool accomplishment, actually. It would have been if he wasn't such a douchebag about it. Yeah. Like, like seriously, why would you go around acting like you're better than everyone because you did that? Just... Be like, yeah, I wrote this book. It's cool. Go, please go, go read it. Speaking like, of something that was really funny is I stumbled upon one of uh, the reason I found it was one of his older videos for diversity in comics. He was talking about the reason he started doing his videos was because he noticed a lot of people who did comic book videos, the people that did it, they were always way too excited about everything, and they seemed like they were trying real hard. Oh, I hate that. Like he was pointing out that in the background, they always have like lots of Funko Pop figures and things like that, and it's like. That is very weird, because I feel like you're an actual fan of something. Like, we're fans of manga, we're fans of anime, and we have a few figurines and things, but, like, we don't just have, like, a giant wall of endless figurines I've, that we could pose behind I've us. honestly gotten rid of most of my stuff. Right, because there's a certain point where, if you're if you're at a certain point in your life, you're like, oh my god, I have to move this shit at some point. <laughs> no. Like, it's cool, but I can't have all that crap. No, I've got, I, I don't really have... Figurines. I have one model made by uh, the one artist that I always like in IndieK. Right. Which I've I've given him lots of props. I think on the show at this point. So fair enough. He doesn't really need help. He shows up at a convention and most of his shit sells before the fucking floor even opens up to the and public. He's got, he's got the staff comes by and spies up half of his shit before he even opens. It's hilarious. Yeah. He's got he's got people who help him sell things because he's that busy. I don't know how he finds time to make anything. He's given up on 2D art almost. Like, this last year, he's like, yeah, I managed to make some t-shirts again. And I'm like, holy shit. I thought he'd just given up. Which, actually, honestly, I like his 2D art more. Like, I've got that nice chalk thing I have above the fireplace. Right. And I'm like, 
dude, you're better, you're better at this stuff. I mean, I'm not being a dick. I mean, you're better at model stuff than most but people, he, but, he's, but first kinda, and foremost, the 2D stuff is great. Although he's an artist, he's first and foremost a businessman. He's not... He's no, not the, the models he can put together fairly quick. To some extent, a lot of the smaller ones, and they just pop off, sell. Right. So I get That's that. That's probably like his big profit margin is like the small to medium stuff. His big stuff is good, and obviously he's there to draw the eye, draw the big tickets here and there. But anyway, anyway. so you want to talk about something here. Uh, yes, um, I'm going to talk about, I guess we'll start with one movie and I'll just mention another one when it's important. Right. Because, eh. But I've talked about it before to some extent. I know I've talked about it on the show at some point, but I want to cover it in a different way this time. Okay. And uh, that is Olympus Has Fallen. Yay! Right? And of course, uh, the counterpart to that would be White House Down, I believe. I believe that's the name of it, with Jamie Foxx. They're, they, they're, they're near the same premise. The script's similar. They came out from two different studios at almost the exact same time. Basically, somebody came up with the idea slash script and sold it to two different studios. That or someone heard it was a hot-selling script and decided Something to make like their own that. version. Yeah, they made their own versions. One of those, one of the, I don't know, I'm not a part of Hollywood, the, so the I don't have of, the... The kind of bidding war that wasn't seen until Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and Observe and Report were in the pipeline. Yeah. Where someone was like, man, goofy security guard movie. It happens a lot in Hollywood, if you haven't noticed. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we're going to talk about Olympus Has Fallen I mean, because it's slightly less bad in that, um, how things transpire. Okay? Um... In the White House down, they, they infiltrate as they're setting up movie equipment. And apparently, nobody in the Secret Service checked to make sure those guys weren't bad guys when they let them in that day. They're like, they're just like, whatever, they're the same workers, let them do whatever they're doing. Don't watch them at all. I'm sure they're fine. And they hit a silencer that just screws on to one of the guns they get off of the, the Secret Service officer. So one, they knew the weapon the Secret Service officer was wearing. Okay, that's not too hard. You can look up weaponry used by the Secret Service to some extent. Uh, but the Secret Service officer's weapon, his duty weapon that he's carrying, apparently had had the barrel replaced with one that had a threaded barrel. Why? Why, why would they do that? Why would they do right. that? What's the why? Uh, I'll give you a hint, a, th- a few things about all law enforcement, including the Secret Service. They they don't modify weapons. They don't put barrels with threads on them. Well, I mean, there are they might for like say a sniper, right? Some of the snipers the might have some custom yeah. setup because he shoots better than whatever. He's not gonna have a threaded barrel. Well, actually, he would have a threaded barrel because barrel breaks and stuff. But that's sorry, I'm getting off track here. But no, no, no. They use they use the default gun, if you will. There's a reason. In law enforcement, it's a huge problem. It's a liability issue. Because fucking blood-sucking lawyers, and I don't mean all lawyers are blood-suckers. I mean the ones that are blood-suckers will come through, and they will fucking make a case that because the officer modified the trigger on his weapon, he shot twice instead of once on accident, and the second one killed his client, and therefore he killed him when he could have lived and because he'd modified his weapon, and somehow that shit works. Oh, oh. Or they argue that if the officer modified the weapon like that, he shows a premeditated desire to uh-huh. murder. Exactly. They will. They will argue this shit in court, and it it fucking gets somewhere sometimes. And that's how fucking stupid it gets sometimes. Just like the these aren't my pants. That shit has actually worked in court. Not quite the same thing, but you get what I'm saying. It, stupid arguments sometimes work. Yes, Tex says the Secret Service double as political assassins. Yes, they're all <laughs> se- they're all secretly secretly Agent Forty Seven. That or, oh, maybe that's what happened. Maybe it's like a vague like nod. Like he actually knocked out Agent 47, had infiltrated the Secret Service, <sighs> was about to do something, 
they took his weapon. Um, and that's why it was threatened. So I also want to mention, not not because I'm like the all-knowing person on law enforcement and shit, but I, there's a reason I actually wanted to talk about this. I happen to know uh, a Secret Service officer. Uh, I'm not going to say who or what or anything. You guys don't need to know details, but you just need to know that I I happen to very closely know somebody who is a secret, a uniformed Secret Service officer. Worked at the White House, the patrol, a number of other things. So I, I don't, even though I don't get, I don't get into the top secret stuff because obviously he's not stupid. He's in the fucking Secret Service. He's not going to get himself fired Picked just up. so I can find out where the, the rocket launchers are. Picked up dog shit for Obama. I mean, that's how. Yes, he, he did walk uh, Obama's dog and pick up the dog shit once in a while. Yeah. That was his duty for, duty. <laughs> 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 Poop joke. <laughs> Anyway, we're classy. <laughs> we're something. That's why people tune into us. Ah, uh, uh, does he happen to be black? Thank you, Tag, for catching on. No, he doesn't. But, anyways, uh, so I have, I have, uh, we have talked about these movies specifically in length. He loves them, by the way. Don't, don't get this wrong. They are so terrible, both of them, for for all of the reasons that they're wrong. So we did talk about all of the reasons. Well, not all. of but a number of the reasons that they're just so fucking wrong, right? Just so stupidly wrong. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Okay? Sure. Okay. Um, so, in um, in the other, the, the, the one with uh, the White House down that has um, Jamie Foxx. Right. Okay, that one's so terrible because they all infiltrate and all the Secret Service turns into stormtroopers while they run around killing them all, taking it out from the inside as super soldiers or some shit, right? And with their silencers that make no weapons and all the other shit that's supposedly going on. The usual. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, it's Hollywood, so I guess we'll just go with that. Secret Service agents are now fucking stormtroopers from from Star Wars. And I, Can't hit anything. They, they don't even know that some guy's walking at them with a gun. Oh, look, there's a bunch of people coming at me. Hey, we're in lockdown, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. The other officer. Oh, Bill just died. I'll just casually and slowly try and go for my weapon while he kills me. Basically. I'm not going to go for cover or anything and then draw my weapon and return fire. No, I'm just going to, oh, you killed Bill. Oh, I'm not going to radio it in or anything. Yeah, when the when the guards in the Metal Gear Solid game are smarter than the when the, the your characters, you have a problem. Oh. Because the guard, because, Jesus, fuck it, even on the easiest setting, they at least go, oh, something's going on here. No, there Call is one, backup. there is a great point that they do, um... In that one, where they have Jamie Foxx hanging outside of the beast, the window of the beast, with a rock, the platinum rocket launcher, like the the chromed out whatever rocket launcher, trying to shoot the thing, and I thought, God damn it, that would have made Obama the best president ever if he'd ever just been driving around in the beast doing cert donuts in the fucking front lawn with a rocket launcher hanging out the beast, going, Yee-haw! or if he showed up in in Iraq that way, we're here for your oil, boom. Actually, W should have did that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Anyways. Full Stetson and everything. That, uh, we'll move on, because that's tanning, you know, Channing Tatum's. Yeah. Tanning his Chatum. Tanning his Chatum. <laughs> that's, that's him acting like a superhero, and it's just kind of hard to watch at times. We'll go back to the other one, right? Olympus has fallen, which is a bit better, because they they take out uh, the, the initial, like, groups of Secret Service and such, with the C-130 that comes out and then shoots down the planes and it takes them a while to get another plane up there to take them down. Yeah, okay, we'll just ignore the fact that there's um, surface-to-air missiles all around D.C. 
right? Just to prevent that exact kind of thing. It's a no-fly zone for a reason. Yeah. Well, let's uh, ignore the fact the Pentagon can reach out and touch the, the mall just fine. They, with their defenses, which they do have, especially after 9-11. Um, well, let's just ignore all that because, okay, I guess not everybody knows that those things are there. Uh, you can only see some of them at the Pentagon, I guess, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that we all know that they're, they're like this. Other countries know where these things are. You can see things on top of buildings in Google Maps that you go, that doesn't look like an air conditioner. That's probably <laughs> that's probably not a not a swamp cooler. That's all I'm saying. I'm I, no expert. I'm not giving away some state secrets here. We all know that there's some kind of air defense around the fucking White House, right? We can all just kind of agree on that one. It's, I think we all aren't too stupid to think not, it's not protected by the civilian air patrol. It's <laughs> like keep looking to the scars. It's a bunch of like 80 year old people who haven't who've been doing it since the World War II. They're like, I'm looking for the Messerschmitts. <laughs> No, I mentioned they have an eight-year-old son of one of the agents who has his drone he knows how to fly. And they're like, okay, Billy, this one time you're allowed to fly your drone on DC property. Really, Daddy? Yeah, we want you to fly it up into the engine of that plane to stop it. That's their defense. <laughs> like, okay, moving on, I guess. Right? So the C-130 comes out. There's, I'm pretty sure it was a C-130. Whatever. Big fucking... Uh, Puff the Magic Dragon shit. Well, Puff the Magic Dragon's Vietnam era, so it's an updated version, I guess. Right. Flown by some North Koreans or some shit, because I don't know. And um, they just make it all the way to D.C. before somebody questions why they're flying there? What? Nobody was questioning why this military aircraft is flying towards D.C. until they got there. Well, you know what's really funny about that is we've had incidences, like, where civilian aircraft have gone to that area. Like, what was it, that guy in a small, like, Cessna back during yeah. Bush, like, second term, like, flew by and they, like, escorted They immediately, down. like, what the fuck are you doing? And that was we will in, shoot you that down. that was in the goddamn news. That's what's funny. Like, you have things like that where, like, that's clearly, like, if you were well, writing they a did, movie. they did a similar thing. Okay, somebody got off track, so we're just going to send some planes up. And these planes, I love this, two fighter jets go up to intercept this guy, right? And they both just go to either side of him, right where the guns come out of the sides of this thing, so they both can be blown up by the guns. Thankfully. Uh, but what? Okay, first off, uh, why would they come up alongside of it? How are they going to lock onto it and shoot it? Actually, with modern jet, uh, fighter jets, they have these cool helmets where they can just turn and lock onto things, but that's that's a whole different story. Well, and also, I think what's funny is people tend to forget, like, I say screenwriters tend to forget, is that when you're in lock-on distance, uh, you probably can't visually see that plane very well. No, they, they would be locked onto them, like, from a mile away. Be like, hey, we're locked on to you, by the way. And you'd be looking around going, huh, where are they at? <laughs> uh, honestly, no, F-22 Raptors are like that. You wouldn't even see it. And it'd just be like, hi. They did some mock, you know, fights, F-16s, F-15s versus the 22. They never even saw them. And they were all taken out. The 22 was fucking nuts. I was just referring to the fact that, like, the air, like, air battles oh, are, no, you, are not as close as, like, Top Gun likes to make it, where, like... Where it's no, like, especially like, now. Everything is so advanced. Not even back then. Not, not even, even back, back then. then, you wouldn't be that Well, there's close. a reason they thought they actually started taking guns out of warplanes. A lot of the fighter jets, they started in the, I think, 60s and 70s, they, they started taking guns out. Because they thought, nobody's going to fight with guns anymore. We're never going to get that close to each other. Because we have missiles that lock on and phew! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually a bit of a problem because we didn't have guns, and they did for a little bit. 
And they, uh, yeah. Anyway. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. It's a movie. You kind of have to. You're supposed uh, okay. To shrug okay. And go we're just there. supposed to shrug and give them a reason that they can go around, like, shooting people up and shit. And. I love this. So you get all these Secret Service agents everywhere, right? They're on the, they're out in the grass of the fucking White House and shit. And they're standing there with their fucking handgun, their sidearm, shooting at a C-130, trying to stop it, getting mowed down. And I'm like, but... Which is... Really? Which is they're cool. worse than stormtroopers at this point. They think they're gonna stop a C-130 with a handgun, huh? Really? Really. Not a single fucking one of them had any military training whatsoever before they joined up. I'm surprised they didn't throw their guns at when they were empty. It's like, yeah, take that, plane. We will bring you down. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, okay. Okay. It gets better. It keeps going, right? They take down the plane. They've taken out all the snipers on the roof. There were no snipers in, inside that could come out and replace them. They were all just on the roof already. All of them. Because the plane was flying overhead, so the snipers came out, right? <laughs> to shoot at the plane. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang, bang. Okay, so the ground force comes in, right? And they um, they have like they have some suicide vest guy, I think, in that one. Who, a couple of them that come up and blow up the fence, they can get in. They blow up a section of the fence. One of them gets taken out by our hero, of course. Uh, what's Captain his name? Captain um, Bang Bang. Um, oh, my brain just went dead. Uh, Lynn, I gotta pull it Is up. Is this in Olympus? Yeah, Gerard Butler, right? Yeah, Gerard Butler manages to take him out, right? Yeah, I like to just call him Captain Shooty Pants. Didn't they make a sequel to this? They did make a sequel London to this. London Has Fallen, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe I should talk about that later. Maybe we should both do London well, Has Fallen. Because it's should. so bad. I bet. That's actually perfect. We should probably we should do that. We're making notes. Um, I'm not even going to talk about like uh, Morgan Freeman, because he just played the speaker that was took over because the VP's up, whatever. Just yeah. go with it. He's in charge right now. Morgan right, right. Freeman is secretly always in charge. Everyone knows should know that by now. If he shows up in the movie, he's in charge. Just okay. Nod and you deal okay. With so what they do is they have they have dump trucks pull up in front of the White House, right? That blow out their own tires so they can't be moved. I guess they have like, explosives ha- attached to the tires, and then boom, and then they drop down, and then the, the sides open up, and guys with big guns just open fire. One facing the White House, just taking out, mowing down the fucking Secret Service agents who all come running out of the front door. Because that's, that's how you... So you can have a sad moment after a grill ground fight, right, with a bunch of people that all duck when this happens. None of the Secret Service agents stop and go, Hey, they're all ducking to the ground! Oh, maybe we should do that! No, 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 no. We don't know how to use this thing called the duck. <laughs> quack, quack. And, and another one's taking out the cops that are responding, right? Uh, the Metro PD that responds. Metro PD? What? DC Metro's the, the first on scene and the only people that respond. Parks Police? Nowhere to be seen! There's none of them in DC or anything. No! Not a single one! They're busy at a fundraiser or something, I'm sure. <laughs> Ow! Here's another thing for you people playing at home. Um, Secret Service uniform works with Park Police a lot because one can do things that the other can a lot of times. and Yeah. There's a lot to it. There's It's... Anyway... Parks would be there too, fighting. A lot of any law enforcement in the area would have been there helping to fight, but you know. Eh, only Gerard Butler can get in. Why not? 
Okay, so they all go running in the front door while well, they all come running out the front door. The Secret Service the does spot. while getting oh. mowed down. Yeah, just and keep I'm going. going, okay, let's just start with this one. Why do they keep coming out while they're getting mowed down? Nobody thought, I'm just going to stay inside, Ted. They've got a Gatling gun out there. <laughs> every, Maybe we shouldn't go running in front of the every, minigun. Every guy in the very back is like, is watching the first guy in front of him go get murdered. He's like, I'm going to see where they're going with this and run out after him. <laughs> the guy behind him's like, hold on, hold on. Let me see where he goes with this. <laughs> Runs out in the fire. <laughs> They're like, hold on. They can't have infinite bullets, can they? I'm next. All right, just just hold back. I got this. <sighs> okay, so where do I start with this of how bad this is besides the obviously stupid? Because it gets it, it, the, the obviousness of it's going to go away here in a second, okay? One, the Secret Service agents, uh, the uniform that would be responding, because they have tech teams. They're not, I love that. They're all in suits, too. There was, like, two fucking uniform guys that are out in, like, the booths, right? They get, like, well, there's a rocket launcher that shows up, I think, takes out one RPG. Maybe. Might work. Uh, can't tell. that That's going into gradings of materials and stuff, and that's all classified. So, even if he did know, he wouldn't be able to tell me, right? Right. But let's just say, the booths are not going to be taken out by a, a bullet, okay? I've worked in some, not to that high level, lower level, and they're usually blast resistant. I'll tell you that much. Okay, doing my limited security stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. No, they're just fine in the booths for the most part. They're not dealing with the, the small arms fire. Maybe an RPG? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'll give them that one. Maybe an RPG can take out the booth. Um, but where are the rest of the, the uniform division? Every single person that runs out the door is a fucking agent in a suit with an earpiece. Of course. Every single one of them. And they're all, like, in this, like, computer thing that shows them being knocked out and killed and stuff. Like, they've got, like... Heart rate monitors and shit on. And I'm like, really? They're all agents working in there, huh? What happened to the Marines that are posted in there? There's usually a couple Marines, like, that do the ceremonial shit and stuff. You think they'd be running out wanting to fight, too? You think? I mean, I know they're in their Class A's and they don't want to get them dirty. You know, bloodstains look bad on the Class A. But, you know, yeah, I think they're, I think their officers above them and their sergeants would be like, you know what? It's okay you got your Class A dirty today since, you know, you were fighting in the fucking White House while this foreign nation attacked us. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. Maybe they just ran away like, ooh, my suit's going to get dirty. Oh, my God. Uh, Why'd they come out the front door? Because it's the worst possible exit. Because that's the one place none of the agents are going to come from. I can tell you that one's not a state secret. Like, there's other exits to the White House. It doesn't have only one? <laughs> no! There's not just one door to get in and out of the fucking place. That's gonna, wow! That's gonna throw off my tour. I'll be like, like, I expect to make a nice, big, perfect loop. You don't even go in the front door on the tour. Well, of course not. When's the last time you ever saw somebody going in and out of the front door of the White House? Does the front door even work, actually? That's a good <laughs> question. Opens. The dog can come out the front door and take a shot on the lawn. There you go. Okay, that's what it's for. <laughs> No, no, it gets better. Remember that? Remember they they had the the trash car, the trash trucks that they dropped and had the machine guns. Trash trucks or bulldozers or they're trash trucks. Okay, okay. Remember those? Sure. They just drive up to the front. The, the I forget what that's called. The, there's a walkway in front where there's the fence and stuff. You can't drive on there. Okay. Not just like oh no, you can't drive here. <laughs> the sign says there's there's bollards. There's, there's fucking bollards in place. You know what those stop? Any fucking thing. Okay, they're designed for... Uh, have you ever seen the, the the tests they do on bollards and shit? They're pretty impressive. They, show like- they take fully loaded semis and shit or like dump trucks yeah. and running into them. 
at full speed, like 60, 90 miles an hour. I love those videos. If you haven't looked up one of those videos, go to YouTube. I'm sure they're on YouTube. But, you know, if you have to Google it and go to some other, whatever the fuck, you'll find it. The truck is fucking destroyed. To put it lightly. Nobody inside is going to survive. But as great as if you watch the video, the bullets are gone when they drive up, and then they're back again once they're shooting. <laughs> okay. But you just have the magic power of dis- of vanishing the bollards for a minute. Nice. Apparently, they have this kind of technology, and they didn't just teleport into the fucking White House. I have good news for you. What's that? Uh, they're, they're making a third one? They're making a third one. Yeah, I, I saw something about that. That's Angel why... Angel has fallen. What? It's supposed to be... Angel? Angel has fallen. That's supposed to be, like, Los Angeles? That's the... What? I don't know, but I'm going to watch it, because... <laughs> This shit's so bad. It's it, like I said. This oh. the Secret Service agent watches this shit, loving the shit out of it because it's so bad. You should too. The trivia for this one is Aaron Eckhart will not be returning in this film. <laughs> oh no, that's the trivia. Thank you, IMDb. I couldn't have found out from the cast list who was in there, who was not. I, uh, anyways, that, that's mostly what I'm talking about. It's just how terrible all of the the that all of that is just. Oh, and then they take everybody into the, uh, well, no, the other one they did that, um, White House Down. They take the bad guys, no, no, it wasn't that one. Who's this one? They take the bad guys into the, um, what's the locker room called again? It's got some name, I can't remember. Not the person to ask. Whatever, the, the safe room that the president goes into. It's got a name, everybody knows the name, even though it's probably not the real name, it's just what we call it. Right. It's a real thing. I mean, no, I to some extent. I Obviously, I don't know, I don't even know which side it's on. If you can't tell me anything. Bastard. <laughs> I want to know the secret shit, but no. State secrets. Yeah, you can always apply to work at the secret. No, service. I can't. I can apply. I'm not going to get in. Well, exactly. Not now. They'd listen to this show one time. Be like, nope. Is it panic room? Is it that? Or? I guess the panic room. The bunker. That's a, That's what everybody calls it. The bunker. Um, I. Uh, as far as I know, I don't think it's called that, but it might be. I, I don't fucking know. Um. Anyways, in that one, he takes, he's like, bring the whatever South Korean uh, prime minister or whatever with us, right? And they throw him on the the elevator with the president. Okay, okay, this may happen. That may be possible because, I mean, it's a pretty big foreign dignitary, right? They bring his whole security detail with them so that they can be the bad guys and kill everyone once they get down there. And there's no agents down there to protect them either. Well, he's in the bunker. It's all safe now. Our Our, like, two agents that are with him will be fine. Will be more than enough. I'm pretty sure that will work out for the best, Ted. Yeah. Well, it's okay. There was the one bad agent who was who you know sold them out. So, which honestly is the one thing that they, they do really fear a bad agent, right? Because it doesn't matter what they do. The a bad agent is the one thing you can't protect against. Because what what keeps him from turning around and killing the president? Well, yeah. There's nothing you can do about that. I mean, sure, I'm sure they check the agents frequently and the officers and such. All right. I'm sure that they have, you know, the other parts of the government watching them just to make sure, like the uh, NSA and stuff. I'm sure just because I've had contact with the other person that I get watched to some extent by the NSA. Maybe not a lot, but, you know, to some extent, they probably just check in, make sure I'm not a Russian agent or something. <laughs> the admitter was like a test, you know, if, like they're like, do you ever think about killing your boss? <laughs> 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 and, like, while you're applying, and they're like, and you, 
<laughs> you can just imagine, like, there's, is there anyone who would say, like, th- there's no right answer to that question. That's why I like letting the psych thing, because it's like, it's like, well, who hasn't been so mad at their boss? <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you if you're too dumb to say if you're dumb enough to say yes you get scrubbed out automatically because they're like no you're just too stupid <laughs> oh that was another stupid one that's great oh no there's, there's just non-stop with these one of them um i think both of them they do this they get access to the the armory by just killing an agent an officer or an agent or whatever because they're all in suits i love how they're always all in suits all of uniform division apparently doesn't wear uniforms even though they're most of the Secret Service. Right. They're okay. Let's just go with it. Uh, they just kill that guy, right? And then they go take his key card and swipe. We're in! Thank God it's just a key card. They do that in the um, the, the White House is Down one. That's how they get their weapons. Is it an actual mag strip key card, too? Yes. They swipe oh, it. God. They just swipe it. I'm going, oh, my God. Really? There's no code that goes along with that? No secondary anything? And all the guys in the fucking armory, of course, just get shot real quick through the gate. Because it's just a, a little gate that protects all the guns. <laughs> all the guns behind what it found the chicken wire, basically. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can't come back here. You don't have the proper form. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's that's how they pretend yeah. guns. Okay. Uh, there, there's, okay, um, there's a tag team. I, I saw this on a documentary about the Secret Service, so it's, it's in public knowledge. There's a tag team that comes through and just takes out shit. Kind of like how when the president's moving, the beast, there's always the SUVs behind it. Right? One of those is just full of some elite fucks that make SWAT teams look like nothing. That can pop out, fully armed, ready to take out shit. They're ready to fucking rumble. Like... They didn't even include something like that. Nobody would think, hey, there's probably some guys with some big guns that know how to use that shit. You know, the the fucking Delta class type guys. They probably hired a couple of them, you think? Maybe? No? We're not even going to write that into the script. That would be hard to deal with. I don't know how to think. Not one badass in the whole of Secret Service? There was one. He got he moved on because the wife the president's wife died and he's sad. He's yeah. sad panda. I'm gonna go over to this other department now. But it's okay. He's nearby to come by and be a badass. Yeah, he can stop by and hang out. <laughs> anyway. Show the amateurs how to do it. Anyway. Now this episode turned all nice and long. Yeah. Yup. Uh do we have any site news? I don't know if we have any site news. No, not not right, not immediately. We have a TV now. Yes. The TV works. I'm sure people give a shit, right? Well, it's, it's good for us. It will be useful to some extent when we're doing the videos. Yes. It'll be mounted near us so that if we need to watch something, we can pull it up. I think it'll work well. Yep. 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 I bet people care, right? Well, you know. No, I did not go out and buy a TV with all the monies you people have been giving us. We're just trying to cover some of the costs a little bit. Still think, not covering all the costs. I think they're aware. They I don't s- think they They can are. see the Patreon amounts, and they really know that's not enough to buy, like, a TV. No, that's not enough to do anything. Not anything. It is helping cover costs a little bit, but... The, the Patreon number is similar to what our server costs, I think, right now. It's not quite enough to cover the server. Just the server for the website. Not the... Hey, it's getting closer. Libsyn or the voiceover, the, the, there's a lot of other things. Hey, yeah. Finance pitching. Finance pitching. We's broke and we needs monies. That's us. That's like everybody else on the internet begging people for money. Pretty much. We could come out with new t-shirts. That's what everybody does now, right? They make t-shirts? Yeah. Maybe we should make some new t- We should make some new t-shirts. That's it. Just, just make them. Yeah. Anyway. I'll, I'll get on it. I'll start sewing together some t-shirts. That's what you do, right? You don't weave stuff. You sew it. Yeah. I don't know. 
We'll watch a YouTube video. We're, we're going to weave some shirts together for you guys. Yep. On the next episode.